Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show across the nation from Atlanta, Georgia. You know, when I was doing the evening show on Fridays, every once in a while, I declared an open container Friday because, well, (laughs) after this week, not there yet today, but we may get there. We'll see. This has just been, this week has been something. Um... Glad it's almost over. Uh, In any event, you can call in 877-973-7425 if you want. Before I get to any phone calls, though, um, it it really is important to me that I talk about this particular story, and you need to know what's going on out there, particularly if you are a gun owner. I don't think this is a coincidence, Uh, Because it happened after the Supreme Court's decision on concealed carry permits. Don't think it's a coincidence. And I need you to listen to me. Before I I get into the details, though, I need to tell you, um, if you're just tuning in, I, I got a ton of people asking me how I do my brisket. A lot of people asking how I do my brisket, and I've never emailed it out before. And I finally sat down and wrote it out uh, because I'm doing one tonight. Um, And if you want how I do a brisket, text the word recipe, singular, not plural recipes, but singular, singular recipe to 33777. I'll send you back a link. You click it. Uh, You can sign up. For free, you don't have to pay unless you want to help with cost of the groceries for the recipes, Um, but you don't have to pay. You just sign up and you get it every week when I send out a recipe, you get it in your inbox. And in about 10 minutes, I'm emailing out the brisket recipe. In about 10 minutes, I'm emailing out the brisket recipe. So text recipe to 33777. Now, let's get into this. This can't be a coincidence because it only started happening after the Supreme Court decision earlier this year uh, that struck down concealed carry discretionary laws in several states. The Supreme Court issued an opinion in all but seven states. There is a way that individuals can get a concealed carry permit. They go through an application process. They take their fingerprints. They go through a background check. And if everything passes, they get their concealed carry permit. In seven states, including the state of New York, where the case came from, it's a discretionary rule. So you go through the application process, you go through the fingerprints, you go through the background checks, and then if the bureaucrat likes you, they give you the concealed carry permit. If they think your excuse is good enough, but they don't have to give you one if they don't want to. If you rub them the wrong way, they don't have to give it to you. There's a lot of discretion. The Supreme Court threw that out and said you can't have that much discretion. If you have a process and the person completes the process and the background check and the fingerprints don't lead to this person being prohibited, you have to give them a concealed carry permit. And then this happened. Accessory manufacturers for guns, particularly gun holster companies, began receiving the commodity flow survey from the federal government. It didn't just happen to one. It happened to a number of them. And here's what you need to know about the commodity flow survey. The commodity flow survey is a random survey that businesses in the country get. And it is supposed to be randomly distributed. If it is randomly distributed, to businesses around the country, how is it that all of the businesses that got it after the Supreme Court's decision all happen to be in the gun accessory industry, 
wasn't the gun manufacturers. It was mostly gun holster uh, manufacturers. Now, what is the Commodity Flow Survey? Uh, it is a survey taken with the Bureau of Transportation Statistics and the Census and the Department of Commerce trying to understand the flow of goods around the country. It covers mining, manufacturing, wholesale trade, and select retail and service trade industries. What you need to understand is that the Census Bureau to businesses across America, if you don't own one, you don't know this, but businesses around the country randomly get surveys from the Census Department. I got one a couple of weeks ago, and it was on my use of um, technological research materials from the American IT and computer industry. Did not apply in any way, shape, or form to what I do for a living, and I made sure they knew it, but I had to answer the survey. If you do not answer the survey, you can be fined up to $5,000 or the owner of the business, if you're a small business, can be jailed. The commodity flow survey doesn't apply to me because I do a radio show. I don't provide a good or service that is transmissible across the country physically. I provide a, a good and service, a radio product that you listen to in your radio uh, or online or podcast app, what have you, but it's not a physical good. What the commodity flow survey asks for is here's the information you get. You get a shipment ID number, Shipment date, the month and the day, not the year. The value of the shipment, the weight of the shipment in pounds. The commodity code for standard classification of transported goods, which is a list from the uh, Department of Commerce. The commodity description, a hazmat number if it applies. The modes of transportation by which it was transported. The city and country if it's a foreign destination how it was transported abroad, if it was transported abroad, and if transported domestically, the city, the state, and the zip code of where it went. So not the physical address, but the city, the state, and the zip code. The commodity survey is conducted every five years for years that end in two and years that end in seven. So this was a year the commodity flow survey went out. 100,000 establishments are chosen based on geographic location and industry every time it happens. I'm reading from the actual census department's website. Surprise, surprise. The Supreme Court ruled that you have the right to have a concealed carry permit. If your state has a process, it's got to be an objective process. And if you complete the process, you get your concealed carry permit. And coincidentally, when the commodity flow survey went out to 100,000 randomly chosen businesses, they randomly chose all the gun holster manufacturers in America. And they want to know the city, state, and zip code to which the gun holsters went. Now, follow along with me here. 
If you're going to conceal carry, are you keeping your gun in your pocket? You just putting it down your pants? Odds are you're going to have a holster to keep your gun. Isn't it odd that the Supreme Court released this decision and suddenly the Commodity Flow Survey went to all the gun holster companies in America? Many of them are saying they're not going to comply. They'll take the $5,000 fine. Uh, they refuse to comply. They're not going to hand over their data. Some of them are. If you've bought a gun holster, you should call the manufacturer and ask them if they've gotten the commodity flow survey and what their position on it is. Some are refusing. My wife has one from Alien something or other, and they sent her an email and said, we want you to know we got the survey. We're one of the ones, and we're not going to comply. We may face a $5,000 fine, but we're refusing to hand over the data. Here's what they're doing. They're trying to build a backdoor list. Uh, the federal federal law prohibits the uh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, ATF, uh, from compiling and keeping a permanent record of gun ownership in the country. The reason is because it's a privacy issue. Uh, in states that have compiled this and kept it, like New York and California, attorneys general have accidentally leaked it. And people who own guns have been harassed. They've been harassed by anti-gun activists. Uh, they have been targeted for crimes. I mean, you publish the list. Hey, here are all the people who we know have guns. Guess whose house is going to get broken into if someone's pilfering through guns? You think, well, these are the people they're going to avoid. No, no. If the criminals can't buy guns, they're going to break into your houses and steal your guns because the local governments have leaked the list. In New York, it was New York newspapers who ran the lists when they leaked so everybody could see if their neighbor owned a gun. The IRS has been leaking data of conservatives and conservative groups. Progressive activists have run stories about uh, various individuals who accidentally had their records leaked by the IRS. It is an invasion of privacy and one the federal government has realized they should stay away from until now. The Biden administration has wanted a national gun registry. Joe Biden has supported the idea. Progressives in his administration have supported an idea. Uh, Congress has prohibited a gun registry in this country for a very long time. You're not allowed to collect and compile the data under federal law. Well, they're not. They're collecting gun holster data. That's not gun ownership data. That's just holster data. And that's allowed. And they're using the commodity flow survey in order to do it. This is a dangerous thing. You Democrats out there who think this is a good idea, think about when Trump becomes president again or Ron DeSantis becomes president uh, and the commodity flow survey goes out in their administration. What do you think they're going to do a survey of? Maybe the individuals who have gotten abortifacients delivered to their home. Hmm? Wouldn't you love it if the Republican administration kept a list of all the uh, locations where abortifacient drugs have gone? Hmm, we could do that. The Commodity Flow Survey allows this to be done. You better think real careful before you sanction the federal government doing this. 
Now, it's not just gun holster manufacturers, although they're primarily the ones who apparently have been targeted with the Commodity Flow Survey. It's also other gun accessories, uh, scopes, sights, things like that. Um, um, those companies, several of them have come forward, prominent ones, and said, we're getting it as well. We've never gotten it before, and suddenly we're getting it. They really do seem, the federal government does under Biden, to want to compile this list. And while they can't get your precise address, you know they can extrapolate it through other data. Okay. I mean, follow along with me here. They get your shipment date, and they get your city, state, and zip code. All right. So now let's go pull from states that support us the list of concealed carry permit holders. You may not have a gun, but if you got the holster, we know you do. So states, you leak us who applied for a concealed carry permit. We're going to cross-reference it to, to the zip codes into which the gun holsters went. We will have a very good heat map of where all the concealed carry people are, and we will put it in a list. It's only a matter of time before something like this happens. They're playing with fire here, and they don't care. They don't care about your privacy. They don't care about your gun rights. They don't care about congressional laws that prohibit the formation of a gun registry. They want to be able to target and harass gun owners. And you will note you're hearing about this from me and not from mainstream media outlets. Why? Because they don't care about you either. They're in on gun control 100%. Anything to make you intimidated, they're in favor of. The reality is... If you have a gun accessory, particularly a gun holster, you probably need to reach out to the manufacturer and ask, hey, have you gotten the commodity flow survey from the federal government? And if you have, do you intend to turn over the details? Everybody asked me about bowl and branch sheets. I actually put up a picture the other day. We got some in our house because we order from them. We actually are customers. They're like, oh my gosh, are they really that good? Yes, they get softer every single time you wash them. I mean, they use 100% organic cotton threads. They're super soft. You get such a good sleep. They have just the great weight to them. Like I had a pair of sheets we actually threw away when we replaced them with bowl and branch where is they were just like too light and also not very soft. The bowl and branch, they're perfect the drape across your body when you sleep absolutely perfect bowl and branch uses the highest quality threads on earth for superior softness for a better night's sleep they've got over ten thousand stellar reviews their signature sheets come in nine neutral colors in all sizes from twin to california king you will feel the difference and they're 100 percent free from toxins no pesticides no formaldehyde no harsh chemicals get 15 percent off your first set of sheets when you use promo code eric er I-C-K at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. The promo code is Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. And if you want to subscribe to the daily email, you really should. Uh, in addition to the exclusive interviews we do and the videos, you get the daily show notes, which is show prep for your mind. Uh, most particularly, uh, if you're a subscriber, you will get my last monologue on this backdoor gun registry email. I told Philip send this one out. Uh, so you'll get the video uh, version of the monologue in your inbox later today uh, to be able to share with your friends on the Biden administration's attempt at a backdoor gun registry. What you do is text the word SHOW to 33777. Uh, you'll, the first links will be for all the podcasts for Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, 
uh, and then the live stream, the 24-7 live stream. The very bottom link, though, will be to my daily email on Substack where we send this sort of stuff out. Uh, if you click that link and subscribe, you can get all this stuff. If you're a paid subscriber, you get uh, the daily show notes and you get the video monologues and stuff like that. Um, it's only seven bucks. Uh, so text the word show to 33777. Click that bottom link. I will be sending this out to you uh, later. Now, um, I got other stuff I got to talk about because you're going to want This is another disaster from the Biden administration. How much more can they screw up? This is from the Washington Free Beacon. Uh, the, main, the man likely to become al-Qaeda's next leader has spent decades using Iran as a base of operations and maintains deep ties to the hardline regime, signaling that two of the globe's leading terror forces could potentially exponentially expand relations in the near future. Saif al-Adel, al-Qaeda's number two leader and longtime head of its security arm, fled to Iran in the early 2000s along with other senior leaders following the September 11th attacks. From there, he helped relay orders from the just-killed al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahari and orchestrate terror operations that killed dozens of people, including Americans, according to former U.S. officials and information on the Iran-Al-Qaeda axis published by a watchdog group. Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps protected al-Adel during his time in the country, and the regime permitted him to plan deadly terror attacks, including a May 2003 operation in Saudi Arabia that killed eight Americans. Joe Biden bungled our withdrawal from Afghanistan and continues to want to get Iran back to a deal-making position on nuclear weapons. Iran says it intends to get nuclear weapons and vaporize New York City. They actually said this last week. Didn't get a lot of American media coverage. It got a lot of coverage in the Middle East. Iran says it will acquire nukes and it will vaporize New York. Did you hear about that in your local press outlet? I bet you didn't. And yet it happened. Why are we continuing to negotiate with a terror regime that has given safe harbor to the person who will now become the top leader of Al-Qaeda, a man who has established good relationships? You know, I just, I, I so a friend of mine got me to order a book about um, the end of the world is only the beginning. It's, it's called something like that. And it seems like, you know, there's a, a story out that the world, the real world, the actual planet is uh, spinning faster. We may have to do a leap second, which can mess up IT departments trying to figure out how to make make their computers uh, skip a second uh, because the world is actually spinning on its axis faster than it has. It seems like everything is spinning suddenly faster and faster. You've got Al-Qaeda and Iran, which have never really liked each other, collaborating. Iran and the Taliban, which have never really liked each other, collaborating. Iran and China and Russia collaborating. Uh, you can just see like the Axis and allies uh, shaping up for the end times. And meanwhile, you got a bunch of Christians in this country suddenly increasingly being persecuted in this country by the federal government and state governments and progressive activist groups. You've got parents being harassed, their kids indoctrinated. I mean, listen, everybody views eschatology, the study of the end times, by what's going on in their world at the time. So if everything's going hunky-dory, you view the end times as a grand and glorious affair. And when things aren't going well, you tend to view the end times as, as awful and we're here and everything's about to go to hell in a handbasket and bring on Armageddon. You got to be very careful about doing that. There have been really worse times in history than what's happening right now. 
but you can almost kind of see it. The volcanoes, the earthquakes, the Iranians, Al-Qaeda, China, Russia, just seems like something is really happening. There's something in the zeitgeist that's affecting everything and everyone everywhere. Hello, welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you would like to be on the program. At the beginning of yesterday's program, the story about Brittany Griner broke. I spent some time on the Brittany Griner story. She's the WNBA player who um, was carrying uh, cannabis oil through a Moscow airport, less than a gram of it. She was sentenced to nine years in prison. And some people push back and say, well, you just don't like her because she's a progressive or in the WNBA. And that's actually a damning indictment on the people who heard that and thought that because they clearly don't really listen to me. And they clearly conform their views to their partisanship and assume everyone else must do it as well. I don't. Rarely. I won't say I've never done it, but not in this case. As I said yesterday, I'm very sympathetic to Brittany Griner. She is caught in a diplomatic struggle between the United States and Russia and got sentenced to nine years in prison for less than a gram of cannabis oil uh, in Moscow. I'm assuming it means she had a vape pen or something with marijuana. I'm very sympathetic to that. But also, she went to Russia in the middle of a diplomatic skirmish between the United States and Russia when tensions are hostile and she took marijuana with her. And we can't ignore the fact that she broke Russian law and Russians are very intolerant of drug possession, even less than a gram of cannabis oil. And they say, I mean, the, the press is, well, it's cannabis oil. It's, it's not CBD that she had. You need to understand that. It was marijuana. And she confessed. She's going to prison for nine years, which is excessive. I have a hard time believing whether you're super sympathetic or not. I have a very, very hard time accepting the fact that we should trade Brittany Griner for a terror master. The Russian government has requested a former colonel from the country's domestic spy agency who was convicted of murder in Germany last year be included in the U.S. proposed swap of notorious arms dealer Victor Bout for Greiner and Paul Whelan, multiple sources have said. Wieland has been held in Russia since 2018 and was convicted on espionage charges, though he has strenuously denied the charges. Griner's conviction has raised similar concerns that she's being used as a pawn. Russia has strict drug laws and had no intention of bringing marijuana into the country, she said, but she was in a rush and packing under stress. She said it was an accident. Doesn't matter. She brought it. I'm sorry, but it is highly irresponsible of the United States government to trade to Americans for one of the largest, most notorious arms dealers on planet Earth and a colonel in charge of a spy agency who was convicted of murder. It's disproportionate. 
I understand the people who want to get their loved ones home. I understand Whelan's family wants to get him home. I understand Griner's family wants to get her home. I understand that the only reason people really care about her particular case is because she is a WNBA star and the media is trying to shove the WNBA down our throats. Somebody, I pointed that out yesterday. Philip put the video up on Instagram and someone was like, you're such a misogynist. You don't like women's soccer either. Well, Karen, nobody else does either. Statistically speaking, no one cares about the WNBA and very few people care about women's soccer. It's actually a pretty damning indictment on the WNBA that more Americans care about women's soccer than care about women's basketball. People just don't care about these sports, particularly this one. And I'm sorry if you think it's a mis- I'm a misogynist for pointing it out or bigoted. I got someone saying, you don't like her because she's black. No, I don't like her. I-, I don't dislike her. I don't know anything about her. But what I do know is you don't trade the foremost arms dealer on planet Earth and a murderer for a woman who carelessly walked into a country with very strict drug laws and had marijuana in her possession. You just don't do that. It makes no sense. It's awful. I feel bad for her. She's got a family at home that misses her, that loves her. She wants to be there. She says it was a mistake. She was stress packing. She never would have done it, but she was just in a hurry to pack her bag, forgot it was there. I got a buddy of mine who was leaving the country and had a bullet in his luggage went through absolute hell just leaving the country. Didn't commit a crime, but was grilled by TSA and then by Florida officials as he was trying to uh, get on a cruise. Um, and and he was he was an absolute nervous wreck after it. Thought he was going to jail. Nope, he wasn't. Uh, it was a careless mistake. They understood it. The Russians don't care. They never have. The fact that this is missed in all of this, that she broke their law. You can say the sentence is unjust. You can say she's a pawn. All of that is true, but she broke the law. Stop telling me that I don't like her because it's a WNBA athlete. No, what I don't like is that she's getting media coverage you would not get by virtue of her being in the WNBA. It would still suck for you too. But if you brought marijuana into Russia, I would say the same thing. I'm very sorry. The sentence is excessive, but we shouldn't be trading a global arms dealer and a murderer for you because you got careless. Everybody gets wrapped up in the partisan nature of this. I'm not getting wrapped up in the partisan nature of this. I do note for the record, and it apparently offends a few people named Karen, that they're only getting this media attention because of the WNBA. The WNBA is a sport nobody watches. Nobody even goes to the games. There was a video out a couple of weeks ago on Instagram where someone was standing in front of an arena where the WNBA players play, and they were asking people, did you know your city has a WNBA team? No one had any idea. And then asking them, do you know where the WNBA plays? They had no idea. And then they pointed to the arena, and the people were like, I had no idea. What's the name of the team? And then asked, are you going to go see them? Nope. I'm sure they cut people out. Who saw it? But overwhelmingly, no. People had no idea. There's apparently one in Atlanta. I have no idea what their name is. I have no idea where they play. I don't know anything about them. And most people don't. They don't get ratings. ESPN is trying to make it happen. But that has nothing to do with Brittany Griner other than the fact that she's getting attention because the media wants the WNBA to happen. 
what has everything to do with Brittany Griner is she went to Russia in a hurry packing, had marijuana in her suitcase. She got caught in the middle of a diplomatic struggle. She decided to go there to make a career out of basketball. And now she's going to prison. It is excessive and it is unfair. It is the natural outcome, however, of bringing marijuana into a country in a diplomatic struggle with the United States. And it is not fair to anyone on planet Earth that we should do a prisoner exchange for her for an arms dealer and a murderer who ran a spy agency. That is as disproportionate and excessive excessive as her sentence. And if you can't acknowledge that reality, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think maybe it's you, not me, who has some serious issues on this front. Everybody's oh, you just don't like her because of her politics. I don't even know what her politics. I assume she's progressive left. Apparently she is. Um, I don't care. I don't care if a conservative walked into Moscow with marijuana in their bag and the same thing happened and you wanted to trade him for an arms dealer. I'd say, no, uh, yes, it's a terrible penalty that you're an idiot, but you're an idiot and and you're going to suffer for nine years unless we find someone else to trade you for. But we ain't trading you for an arms dealer and a murdering spy. Now, we can switch gears, I guess. There is some good news but it's coupled with some bad news. Mentioned it earlier. Payroll has gained 528,000 jobs in July, exceeded all forecasts. Non-farm payrolls jumped 528,000 people in July, 528,000 jobs. A broad advance that beat all estimates. It was the largest jobs gain in five months. Labor Department data showed Friday. Employment in June was revised up to 398,000 gains. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, matching a five-decade low. Wage growth accelerated. The labor force participation rate eased. The median estimates in a Bloomberg survey of economists called for a 250,000-person payroll gain and for the jobless rate to hold at 3.6. Treasury yields surged. The S&P 500 opened lower. The dollar rose sharply. Looking at the stock market right now, the NASDAQ and S&P are down. The Dow is up 39 points. Now, here's the problem. The report suggests a voracious appetite for workers in the service sector that's been struggling with labor. There was also hiring and accommodation and food services where companies have been scrambling. The job market's latest concern eases concerns about hiring served by anecdotes of layoffs beginning at places like Walmart. But there's another problem. It suggests the economy is not cooling down. It suggests the economy is not slowing down. And that suggests inflation is still going. There have been some signs that inflation was still increasing, but at a slower rate. The Fed is going to want to slow that down, which means you're probably going to have yet another interest rate hike. The labor force participation rate, the share of the population working, fell to 62.1%, the lowest this year, and was driven by a sharp drop-off in teenagers. The rate for workers 25 to 54 ticked higher. That means teenagers are not joining the workforce, but older people are. Some older people are coming out of retirement and working because they can't make ends meet in retirement. There are openings, I'm sure, for Walmart greeters, even with Walmart layoffs. Government payrolls also rose to 57,000. 
People are going back to work in hospitals and healthcare, 70,000 new people. But the downside of all of this comes with there's no evidence the economy is cooling on that front. This does mean, by the way, the Biden administration legitimately had to sound argument we're not in a recession. You don't see this sort of labor growth if we're in a recession, despite the two quarters of negative growth. You don't really see um, if, if you're having hiring across sectors, particularly the service sector and the hospitality industry, you're generally not in a recession. But the fact that we're not and the fact that labor surging means interest rates are going to go up, which means they're going to put us into a recession with, by about the time that Joe Biden decides to run for re-election. All sorts of warning signs out there in the economy right now, and this actually is a warning sign. The fact that labor is surging or did last month, but Walmart is now beginning layoffs as are tech companies beginning layoffs in anticipation of a surge, that all says we're going to have some problems we're going to have some problems. So what do you do? Well, um, keep saving. Our savings rate has gone down as people have had to tap into savings for higher prices. If you can save and get yourself out of debt, you still should. You've got more time to do it. But with the Fed continuing to pop, probably raise interest rates and most economists, the reason the market is not exploding today with this news is because it's another sign the Fed is probably going to raise rates another three quarters of a percent, which is going to drive up the cost of everything and really slow down the economy. So save if you can, scrimp if you can, cancel all those subscription TV services, uh, save your money wherever you can. If you want to actually get a good deal on a cell phone service, you should consider Patriot Mobile. They've got guaranteed service. And if you've got a multi-line house where you've got kids, you're covering their phones as well, Patriot Mobile might be able to save you some money. They also give discounts if you're a veteran or a first responder or a teacher or even a gun owner. Uh, you can get discounts with Patriot Mobile. So you should check them out. They have guaranteed great service. They use the same cell towers everybody else uses. And they also give a portion of their profits to the conservative cause. So you're working with a company that shares your values, they're Christian conservatives, and that gives money to the causes you care about, like the pro-life cause, the Second Amendment cause, and the like. What you do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. You get free activation with my name. You can even take your existing phone number on your existing phone and port it over to Patriot Mobile and still use the same cell phone uh, number. Cell phone number. If your phone is unlocked as well, you can also continue to use your own cell phone. So what you do is you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. You get a free activation with my name. You can talk to them about all the discounts you might be able to get from them. Maybe save yourself some money. You will get guaranteed service, and you will be working with them to fight for the right through patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here. You can call the show 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. I want to play you some audio, please, from someone I know, someone I respect, and someone that I disagree with. Um, it is, well, I'm having all of a sudden internet issues and that's okay. Um, it's from Dick Cheney. 
I won't play the the audio because the it's it's having trouble loading. Uh, the, we're the technical gremlins I am having today is just it's it's kind of bizarre. Um, working everything out, uh, hence all of the the phone issues as well. But nonetheless, um, let's see. Can I get this? Can I get this loaded so you guys can hear it? I think I might be able to. Um, Dick Cheney talking about. No, let's see. I'm sorry, folks. I, I can't get it done. We're, I'm just, my computer is having some real issues today for reasons and, and the call screening stuff, but we're working on it. Um, but Cheney essentially says uh, Donald Trump is the greatest threat to our republic. And it's a video for his daughter, um, Liz Cheney. I've met Dick Cheney. Uh, he invited me to the vice president's mansion uh, when he was leaving before the end of the Bush administration. I am actually a huge fan of Dick Cheney and his wife, uh, Lynn Cheney, and I like Liz too. Uh, I think the whole the world, the whole family, Mary, um, Liz's sister worked in the State Department. Uh, they are a family of patriots who love their country. And Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney believe that Donald Trump is a real threat to the United States. And I understand their concerns. I very much understand them. I just disagree with them and I wanna explain why. In our nation's 246 year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our Republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. That's Dick Cheney. I I don't actually dispute a lot of his concerns about Donald Trump trying to claim the election was stolen and the like and the people who believe it. I get a lot of hate mail every day from people who disagree with me on that. That's fine. But I don't think he's the biggest threat. I think the biggest threat to the United States is not Donald Trump, uh, but the establishment politicians on the left and the right in Washington, D.C., who have decided that America's days are over and China's days are on the rise. We got Donald Trump because a large segment of the American population could perceive the political elite of this country have given up on this country. Many of them just want to cash in on it and get wealthy on their way out the door thinking, well, our days are over. China's are here. Let's get what we can for ourselves and our families and protect our own interests and not the interests of the American people. You know, they say we're in a recession, even if we're not technically in one, because the American people believe we're in a recession. Our days are over because the elite believe it. So it's reversible. It's preventable, but not with the current crop of elites in this country who think, well, it's China's time now. Let, let's ease the landing here. Get people used to being number two. Put down the torch. Save the arm power. We don't need to hold up the torch for liberty anymore. China's time. They don't want that torch raised. This is the biggest threat to this country, not Donald Trump. And it's why we got Donald Trump. And it's a profound disappointment that so many Republicans and Democrats alike don't understand it. I mean, credit to Nancy Pelosi. At least she was willing to go to Taiwan when the establishment in Washington looked on in horror that she dared stand up for freedom. It's a shame across the board.